What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. Fantasy Football Frenzy. What is Gucci, everybody? This is the Fantasy Football Frenzy here on a Tuesday, January 28th. I am in Studio 34, the host, the closer, Chris Ventro, alongside Fantasy Taz, Jim Day, and George Kurtz. Welcome in, Goon Squad, and the rest of the chat uh, as you find us, of course, on the Sports Grid Network, YouTube, Zumo TV, Pluto TV. Shout out to Pluto. And the rest of the crew, uh, you know, iHeartRadio, Stir, we're on all of it here on the Sports Grid Network. Fancy Taz, Jim Day, how you doing today, brother? Welcome hey, in. I'm doing good, good, doing good. It's uh, Tuesday, still feels like the Super Bowl is so far away. I guess. But the weekend will be here before you know it. I feel like time is just flying. Every year I get older, I feel like it's just flying so much faster. Like by the month. It's just getting faster and faster. I don't know why. It's very odd. Uh, I didn't expect it, so I'm a little taken aback by it. George, how are you feeling? Uh, well, I'm okay. I'm okay. Uh, <laughs> Super Bowl Sunday. I think we're going to uh, get a pretty bad storm here Saturday, so that should make things interesting. Wife's like, oh, no, we're going to be able to go to my friend's house for the Super Bowl party? How the hell do, how, how should I know? <laughs> do I look like Stormfield to you? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> the meteorologist doesn't even know. I mean, right. They're, they're, they're just guessing all the time, too. Right. So. <laughs> Winter is coming. I don't know. Party? What do you want me to tell you? You got a Super Bowl party? <laughs> I got a Super Bowl party. Uh, you got a Super Bowl party there, Jim? I got a few friends coming over. That's all. We'll play, we'll some, play poker. some poker and then we'll watch the football game. Of course. Play some poker. Damn. I want to do that. All right. <laughs> I'm actually going to uh, tell my friends to uh, 
to get a poker game going for the Super Bowl. They probably won't do it though. They don't like poker. No patience. I've been I've no been patience. to some bad Super Bowl parties. Yeah. And uh, for a while there, I mean, there was a time for about 15 years I wouldn't go out for it. I just wouldn't go because <laughs> it was always. I mean, I was at one where we played poker beforehand. That was good. Yeah. But then during the game, and this happened probably in the 90s or so. Uh, so I think when DVRs first came out, and you could uh, whatever, maybe it's late, whatever, it doesn't matter what. Uh, but <laughs> every commercial, it was like about 20 people there, couples. Every commercial, and I wasn't there with them. I was just there with a friend of mine, not a uh, not a date. Every commercial, if one of the uh, women had to go to the bathroom, they'd pause it. Every one. We at one time we were about 30 minutes behind the game. Yeah. Because oh. <laughs> it had to be, because everybody had to watch the commercials. That's all the women wanted to watch. They didn't care about the game. My friend and I, who I was there with, we left at halftime. Because it was a joke. All right. And I was recording the game at home. So he goes to me, you know, you want to get out of here? I'm like, oh, yeah, hell, hell yes. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't enjoying the game. It was ridiculous. Because nobody you else know? cared about it. Because they uh, didn't care. They wanted to watch the commercial. This is not, they wanted to watch the commercial. I couldn't, couldn't wait to get out of there. And I, after that, I wouldn't go anywhere. For about 10, 15 years, the last <laughs> four or five years, my wife wants to go to a friend's house. But they watch the game. I don't have any problem with it. Right. Nice setup. I'll watch the game. But that, I, I remember that vividly. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. I'm watching another Doritos commercial. <laughs> I, I had a party like that one year where it just like everybody was doing everything except watching the game and they were so loud and noisy that it was hard for me to watch the game. Mm-hmm. And that's just not possible on Super Bowl Sunday, folks. Yeah. Um, so actually the next year, I actually put together my own Super Bowl game um, of uh, a deck of cards that everybody threw a dollar in the hat, picked out a card, whatever happened on one of the cards, they either collected money or paid money. Everybody put the cards back in, and you did it throughout the whole game. And everybody watched every play of the game because everything was happening so fast. I mean, you have cards from you know throwing touchdowns to uh, 15-yard penalties, everything in between. And you really either got a certain amount of dollars out of the pot or you had to put a dollar or two back into the pot. And every time you drew a card, everybody had to throw another dollar in. It worked out really well. We had a great time, and we've been doing it ever since. Yeah. That's same. That's a pretty interesting way to get people to focus on the game, but I I, I feel what you're saying, George. Fifteen year hiatus because people distracted. I mean, were they like it's talking? They weren't watching. The, no, it's not that they were talking. They, if Jane had to go to the bathroom, we had to pause. Yeah. Pause. Because want, no, pause. Yeah, no. They wanted to see the commercials. No, they wanted to see the commercials. I would never allow it. Can't allow yeah, it. We were literally. I think one time we were 28 minutes behind. That's when I left. It was at halftime. Like we, we can go. We can catch up uh, at my place and you know, order a pizza, or whatever. Da, 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 da. We left. Yeah, we, we made up some excuse. We played it on my roommate. My, my roommate locked himself out that day. What a shame. We had to go. I had to help him out. Uh, so it was just. It was just a, a joke. I mean, really a joke when uh, that that was happening there. Uh, I've done what Jim has done as well. I've gone to someone else's house and done uh, uh, 20 questions. Same thing as same theory as Jim. You may have a form of twenty questions. You know how many touchdowns will there be? When was the longest field goal? Whatever you want to make up, and you give it to everybody. They put five dollars in a pot, and there you go. Yeah. Whoever gets the most questions right wins, and that does keep people more interested. I've done that a few times as well. Yeah. No, but pausing is worse than even just talking over the game. I mean, I feel like pausing Absolutely. is like you don't pause live sporting events. I'm sorry. Like especially nowadays, it means I can't look at my phone anymore. Right. Right. I mean, you're gonna get updates on the uh, especially your phone twenty eight minutes. Yeah. I mean, Ugh. I understand like sometimes you want to rewind a, you know, a play that you, you might have missed or something. I don't know. Real quick. Takes maybe, you know, a minute. That's fine. We've done, actually for the NFC uh, playoffs, uh, the Saturday, we were watching and uh, my friends and he did that and we all, everyone got pissed. Why are you rewinding it? They're going to show an instant replay, but he did it anyway. It was fine. But pausing it and then letting it 
play and then keep pausing it to, to where it builds up to 20 minutes of missed time. I mean, that's Put bad. Put the remote away. Yeah, don't touch that. I also don't <laughs> I, like when I'm people surprised talk. surprised you didn't steal the remote. <laughs> <laughs> I also don't like when, when everybody's just talking and bullshitting and is mad noise and you can't hear the announcers. And I know, like, it's not a, listen, I'm not one of those guys that's like, oh, I got to listen to the announcers. But I do like to hear what's going on. Like I, you know, I don't want to just completely fade out the sound. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's the last football game of the year. Exactly. Of course you do. You want to hear it. It's a Super Bowl. It's what we've all been building up to. It's what we've all been waiting for. You know what I mean? The Super Bowl. Besides, how am I going to start my draft the next day if I don't watch the Super Bowl? <laughs> right. Exactly. You got to know what's going on with those two Especially teams. Especially of late, the games have been good. There was a while yeah, right. there where every Super, Bowl, every Super Bowl was terrible. It was always a blowout. The last Super Bowl was terrible. It was, it was a close game. But it was wasn't bad. Well played game? No, it wasn't well played. <laughs> but it was a close game. I'm talking back in the 90s. Every game was it was over by halftime. Yeah. yeah. The only one I can remember is the Seahawks-Broncos uh, was a blowout. Yes. Trying to think of another one in recent. But uh, well, we'll be back right after this. Fantasy Football Frenzy. On a Tuesday. Be back at this. Taz, Kurtz, you boy the clothes. Get on the grid. That's program, and it's easy. Dre is back, new jacks are made hollow. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash dunk to learn more. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. It's your friends. January 28th. Almost in the dreaded month of February here in New York. And, uh... We got the Super Bowl to look forward to this weekend. It's right around the corner. Super Bowl, baby. Super Bowl 54. Niners. Chiefs. Who would have thought the Niners would be there? 
the Chiefs, everybody had, or a lot of people had. Uh, what's up, Danny Otto? <clears throat> uh, but the Niners, I don't think anybody had. Uh, I, I doubt there's one person, analyst out there that had the Niners in the Super Bowl. Uh, but they're there. They're there. Kyle Shanahan, Jimmy G. Very well-organized team, you know what I mean? So, Fantasy Taz, Jim Day, George Kurtz, the close of Chris Venture. I do want to do one quick bit of news. I want to talk about this real quick, and then I want to do a second round of the mock. We had the first round already. Uh, you could find it on Twitter or wherever I posted uh, the first round picks from us. But before we do that, Chargers, right? It looks like they're, gonna, they're not going to resign uh, Philip Rivers. So Rivers obviously moved to Florida. Uh, and I'm looking at, you know, just to see where certain spots Rivers could go to. And I see NFL.com has four spots that they think suit him well. Tampa Bay Bucks, Tennessee Titans, Carolina Panthers, and the Indianapolis Colts. So my question to you, gentlemen, George, uh, which one of these four, or if not none of these four, maybe a different team, do you think uh, Rivers' best suits, or do you think Rivers will even get a starting opportunity in 2020? Well, he's best suited to go to a team that's a veteran away, right? Or I guess somebody who wants a caretaker, you can make an argument for that as well. You think Tampa Bay, all right? Uh, he throws a, Rivers throws a bunch of interceptions, too. He can't get the ball deep enough nowadays with that shot put throwing motion of his. You know, Winston may have issues, but do you want to walk away from Winston? No. And what are you going to do in two years then? I think Tampa Bay the least. Uh, you, yeah, well, you, you wouldn't have Rivers or Winston. So mm -hmm. I, I, would cross, I would cross them off. I think they give Winston a, a franchise take him one more shot mm -hmm. before they move on there. Maybe they'll draft a quarterback as well. That wouldn't surprise me. Not a first rounder, but maybe a second round, a third round, or whatever. Somewhere during the draft, they'll, uh, they'll take a quarterback. Carolina? Okay. Now that sort of makes the sense of the grooming part, but eh. Wouldn't you just be better off letting Greer and Allen play? You're not going anywhere next year anyway. You know, so what, what's Rivers going to bring you? You know, you're not gonna, it's like you're going to go, uh, unlikely you're going to make the playoffs mm -hmm. or be a Super Bowl threat, so I wouldn't put them in there. Oh, Carolina, right? You're saying? And yeah, what, what, what about Carolina? Cam? Uh, Cam, I think, is gone. I think he's going to go for the same reason. I don't think they, you know, they can get something for him if they want to trade him. Uh, they'll move on from him because I think they realize by the time they're really competitive again, Cam's done anyway, two, three years. So I think they move on and get whatever they can for him in a trade. Okay. Uh, that's where he goes there. I know you mentioned two other teams. What was, Indianapolis. What, what was the other one? Tennessee. Tennessee, I think, is going to sign Tannehill. Sort yeah. of the same yeah, situation that, as Winston. No way. I, 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 I don't see Tannehill. them going away from him. I agree. No. Yeah. So that leaves Indianapolis. I think that's the team that makes sense. You know, some, or it was more out of the four teams, this makes the most sense. Indoors, good for his arm mm -hmm. and his age. Good offensive line. They need somebody. I don't think they're sold on Brissett. He signed for, well, what, oh. one or two more years. So I think uh, out of the four teams you mentioned, if I had to put my money on it, I would go Indianapolis as the best bet here. Okay. And uh, is there like a wild card team that you might think would get in the mix? Another team other than the other four you mentioned? Mm-hmm. You know, we've, we've gone through this a couple of times. There are going to be a ton of teams that are going to be looking for a quarterback out yeah, there. Yeah, I'm looking now. I mean, just look through, look through the teams. You, the you Jaguars that probably are. Now they signed Nick Foles, and they got uh, Gordon Minshew. And they I got Minshew. They're going to give Minshew the shot, right? I think they're going to give Foles another shot. I think Jim and I talked about this the day you were out. And I think they're going to give Foles another shot because usually the guy who makes the most money gets at least two two or three chances to fail. <laughs> I think So I think he needs a chance to fail again. Okay. 
How about Oakland? Maybe I don't think so. I think they already Carr changed really... the name to the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, yeah, uh, that's right. They did. So uh, Vegas. So I don't see them. You know, he's, is he any really any better than Carr? Eh, no, no, I don't think so. I don't. See, I don't see him going to Chicago. And that's it. That's it. Uh, that's I think, it. Actually, you're, you're forgetting one. I think he could actually go to Miami as a you know a guy to fill in for a year or two while while they take Tua. Yeah, but you know they. And he won't cost anywhere near his amount of money. Well, I, well, I, it'll definitely will come down to money. That's for sure, no doubt about it. But I just, from a team standpoint, Fitz, Fitz is good in spurts. He's always been that way. He'll give you a couple of great games, and then he'll just fly off the handles and go nuts. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, if they wanted something a little more solid, maybe somebody that Tua can sit behind and learn from, then Rivers might make a little bit more sense there. But you're right. I mean, if Rivers wants that much more money, that won't happen either. Right. Nobody's going to pay him top dollars at this point. No, he's got to accept if any, that. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. I, don't think, I think Miami sticks with Fitz, and I think they're going to get Tua unless they trade up. And once again, Jim and I talked about this. They could trade up. Yep. You know, with, with all those draft picks, if they do want the number one, they it, would, it. would sort of make some sense. Although Cincinnati has sworn that they're not going to trade that number ah, one. What are they going to say? Yeah, they say that now. <laughs> Build that price up, man. Build that price <laughs> up. They say that now. Uh, Chargers got the six pick, so they'll get a. You think they'll get a quarterback at six? I would assume. Have to. They have to, right? So Carolina at seven. Yeah. Carolina, they're interesting. Because if they do move on from Cam, do they truly believe in Greer and Allen? Or do they want another young quarterback in so. that mix? <laughs> I, yeah, I don't think so either. What about Denver? I think do you think they go, go right to Drew Luck? This is all the stuff we mm-hmm. talked about, George, when he wasn't here last. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, right now, it seems like they're going to continue to go with Luck. He did quite a few good things for he them. Did. He's not fully polished yet, but he did some good things for them, and it looks like they're going to want to stay the course and see what they get out of him. Yeah, because the only way I think Denver signs Phil Rivers is if they get him for cheap, because it would be like an insurance policy if you know Locke starts just doing horrible. Uh, you know, they could probably plug in Rivers. Because they're probably a team... they got to pay Flacco, too. Yeah, that's the thing. Flacco's a waste. Um, I mean, a waste of money. Rivers would make some sense there as a caretaker for Locke, you know, so as a teacher in the ropes, but you got Flacco. That's it's just not going to work. Yeah, that's the problem. Uh, yeah, there's no one else. I'm just looking. Uh, I don't see anybody else. Eagles, it's a weird no. time in the NFL. Usually, you know, years ago, you know, Jim, Jim and I have done shows with 10, 12 teams needed a quarterback every offseason. Yeah. All right, and now, all of a sudden, not so much. And you know, also... And, Quarterback heavy draft. Uh, yeah, you got a lot of quarterbacks coming. Uh, at least four big ones, and you have well, New England's interesting because New England could either re-sign Brady or not, and you know Rivers could go to New England and Brady could go to Los Angeles Chargers. I mean, it could be a swap, but I don't know. I doubt that happens. I don't it. think. Uh, I don't think Belichick would want Rivers. Yeah, for for what? You know, I, I just I don't think he, I think if Brady leaves, he's going to get somebody, but it won't be. Uh, I don't know if it'd be a veteran veteran. Right. You know, like Ravens. I think he needs somebody who's going to be able to move around a bit. Maybe a Bridgewater. You know? Oh, Bridgewater. If he does. Bridgewater leave, makes sense. That, that throws everything into a little. Uh, I, I think that does make sense. I think he, I think Belichick would love him. Oh, that's yeah. why once again, Jim and I talked about this, too. Yeah. A little mobile. I'm sorry. He, <laughs> he has to leave. I know he loves it there, and they love him, but he has to leave. Assuming Breeze is coming back, and we all think Breeze is coming back. He needs his opportunity, he, yeah. He, right, you got to take it while it's hot, and right now you're hot. You played so well when, uh, when Breeze was out. you gotta, you got to strike and make that money. I think New England does that. I think they pull him out of there, uh, give him a decent offer, and he fits the mold of the Patriots' style of play, which is like, you know, kind of old school, 
Bend but don't break defense. If it's a talented defense, it will be a very, very, very good defense and better than a bend but don't break. But uh, it hasn't been like that. You know, last year they were great, but the year before they didn't have the talent. So you don't really know what New England's defense. They don't usually pay for certain guys. Uh, and then you got the offense, which is, you know, they like to run the ball when they can. They, don't, they didn't have the receivers this year, so that's what they did. Uh, if they have receivers, they'll throw, but he's a game manager, Teddy Bridgewater. He's a very good game manager. I think he could fit that mold for New England pretty well, so we'll, we'll see what happens with that. Uh, yeah, there's no one else. I'm looking for other teams, but there's no one else. All right, we're about to head to the break anyway. After that, we'll do the second-round mock. We got still half the show to go to do the second-round mock. Uh, do you remember the first-round mock? Yes, I do. I have us? it written down. Um, right, we'll need to know this. Yes. Uh, I'll give it to you right now. You have uh, CMC went first to uh, Jim, right? Jim had the first pick. You don't need to say don't who worry about who picked it. it. Just we tell just, them who yeah, went. We just need to play. Jim, you have the first pick of, the, of this of this round, so I'll tell you that. Okay. Uh, CMC, Saquon, Zeke at three, Michael Thomas at four, Alvin Cook at five, Eckler at six, Aaron Jones at seven, D Hop yeah. at eight. I'll write this down later. Thanks. <laughs> Kamara <laughs> at nine, Julio Jones at ten, Devontae Adams eleven, Chris Godwin twelve to finish the first round. Pick number 13 will come up next here on the Fantasy Football Frenzy. Be right back after this. Shout out to the Goon Squad. Get on the grid. Full-time fantasy. The reporting was so terrible. It's not about being the first to get a story out. It's about being the one to get the story right. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Look to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season and join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. 
Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing Daily Fantasy Hockey without using Daily Roto, you're just doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. Back to you, Chris. There you go right there. Fantasy test. Action for 10% off. The DailyRoto.com lineup optimizer. All right. Welcome back, Fantasy Football Frenzy. Taz, Kurtz, your boy, The Closer. We're breaking down round two of the very early Fantasy Football 2020 mock draft. I'm not going over round one again. If there's a guy that's already taken, I'll let you guys know. I have him written down. So. Well, we'll sort of need to know that, though, because if a guy took a running back in the first round, I may not want to take a running back the second round. Well, you have a bunch of picks in the first in the first round. Think about that. You have. Uh, yeah, I don't think you're quite following what I'm saying here. Well, okay, okay. So if you had the third pick, let's, oh, you had the second pick, right? You had Saquon. You took, you it doesn't really second. matter. It doesn't, it doesn't matter who I took there. It's matter who was taken. I don't care who took what. No, well, what I'm saying is, if your second round pick, which would end up being the second to last pick in the in the second round, right? Thank you, Saquon. You could pair him with who you, who you want. I'll let you know who you have. Thank you. There you go. Is that fair? So I guess I'm not planning anything out. I'll just wait till you tell me who I took in the first round. You want me to just tell you the guys again? You ready to write them down? It probably would have solved this whole I got problem. Written down, so I don't care. All right. So here you go, George. <laughs> CMC. Saquon. I got the first four. Who's fifth? Alvin Cook. Your pick. Hmm. Keep going. Uh, Eckler. Aaron Jones. <clears throat> D-Hop. Kamara. Julio, Devontae Adams, and Chris Godwin. Gucci? Who was nine? Uh, nine was uh, Kamara. Come on. This, okay, I'm good. Okay. So, let's begin. Round two of the mock. Taz, you're on the clock. I'm going to go with Nick Chubb. Uh, look, I, I love the fact that they went out and got Kevin Stefanski to come over and we know he loves to run the ball, and that's just looking really good for Nick Chubb, and especially now that Kareem Hunt is back in trouble again. Mm-hmm. Uh, it might, might only be a small amount of trouble to the police, but it won't be to the NFL. Uh, so he could definitely be looking at another suspension here because of it. Mm-hmm. So I, I love Nick Chubb this, this year, and he's moved up since all that news. So I am definitely got him. I'll take him here. Right, with the new coach in town too, you know, and the whole heavy just worked. Yep, great package right there. He's really uh could be a first round pick. I mean, in many drafts, I'm, I'm sure we'll see him go in the first round. So there you go, right? Well, there. he is a first rounder in mind now. If we we had done the first round, now he would be in the first round for me. So there you go, right there. All right, so Nick Chubb, first pick of the second round to Taz. Uh, it is on George now, and then me. All right, I believe when we did this the first time, I said I took Davante Adams at 11 because I assumed that Jim Day, who was going 12 and 13, wouldn't take Chubb and Henry. And he did. I was gambling a little bit there, and he didn't. So that pretty much makes my decision for me here. I said I want the Chubb or Henry. Nick, uh, Nick. Uh, Jim took Chubb. I'm taking Henry. Uh, I assume he's going back with Tennessee. You know, mm-hmm. I know he's a free agent. No, I'm, not that I'm all that worried if he's, that he's going to someplace else, but I prefer him to be with Tennessee. They know how to use him, and they will use him. I'll pair Devontae Adams with Derrick Henry. Yeah. And even if he doesn't, uh, you know, stay with Tennessee, which I highly doubt that happens, but he's still a great running back, and whatever system he falls into, he will be the lead back. I mean, at this point, that, we've seen that's enough. That's true, know. but it's still if he goes somewhere else. I mean, 
look how long it took Tennessee to learn that they really had to use him enough to get him going. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, teams know that now, but there's still coaches out there that fight that thought process. That so it true. still matters where he goes. Look, I'm with George. I, if I'm Tennessee, I'm bringing back Tannehill and Henry and not even thinking twice. Yeah. Do whatever I have to do to bring them both back after the way they played this year. But, yeah. you know, we're we're expecting rational coaching and we don't always get rational coaching. No, definitely not. Uh, a lot of teams. That goes. That's not just a few guys. It's a lot of teams. So uh, we'll see. But uh, I'm with you. Henry, second round, early second round, good pick. I mean, uh, maybe I'm just not fully on board yet, but I think maybe a little later in the second round for me is a couple other guys I like. But this is where the draft starts getting tough. I mean, there's a lot of different ways you could go here. And I would say, for me, I already have Julio with this pick. Or another wide receiver, I could do that. But here's what I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Joe Mixon here at 15. Uh, I believe in Mixon. The talent is real. Uh, he should have been a first round pick in the NFL draft, but he had obviously the off field issues, which you can even find the video of him punching someone in the face, uh, which was bad. Uh, but still, great year last year with a horrible team. Bengals have the first pick for a reason. Uh, they're they're bad. Now that you're going to have Burrows coming in, Joe Burrow. And, uh, you know, I mean, we're all expecting him to be a great quarterback. Maybe not right off the jump, but he'll at least help out. Uh, we'll see what type of receivers they have. I don't know what's going to happen to A.J. Green, but I do still love Mixon. They'll still give him a lot of touches. He catches the ball well. He's versatile. Uh, I think he'll have touchdowns. So I think it's a pretty safe second-round pick, Joe Mixon, as my RB1. There you go. Now we're back to... George. Back to me? At 16. Yeah, I think we're, we're doing it. Uh, oh, whatever. I, I took Kamara. To f- yeah. I said, uh, so Kamara, I don't think I took Kamara in this pick, but whatever. Kamara was a running back here. Uh, would have been, it probably would have paired it with Mixon. Oh, I'm if you sorry. Let him go. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. You're right. It's me again. <laughs> <laughs> it's Snakes. It's me again. Because uh, I took Julio and Kamara, 9 10. I remember. My apologies. All right. Joe Mixon, after Mixon, I will go with. Another receiver here, I think. Uh, I know I'm probably pulling him up the board here a little bit. I'm actually, you know what? I'm going to go Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen at 16. Uh, I think he's pretty safe, even though he has had injury troubles in the past. Uh, it's just he's one of the the guys that's always in the top 10 at wide receiver when so he plays. So you're not worried about no rivers, though. No, I'm not worried about no rivers because I think they'll get they'll get someone. Someone that's capable of throwing a Winston. Someone. <laughs> someone that's capable. Someone they're probably going to play with a quarterback, Jim. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> I think they're going to get so, someone capable is what I'm saying. Maybe they'll bring in Taysom Hill. I mean, okay, realistically, Rivers is gone. Do you think they're going to get a rookie quarterback or are they going to sign a free agent quarterback? Or you? Or do you really, think it could it be? Really did, it, you know, look, they're, they're losing Rivers, it looks like. So, you're, so at this point, why not rebuild the franchise? Uh, because you know, they're still I, I mean, talented. That, that's, they are talented in some areas, but they're not talented in a few others. Like what? Um, so they definitely, uh, offensive line, Okay, they definitely have some needs. <laughs> the defense um, is decent. It's decent, healthy. but it, you know, it, it definitely let them down this year. It didn't play nearly as well as it did last year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they, they do have some holes, and you know, I don't know. I just... I don't know if I, I I can't see them spending a whole lot of money bringing another used quarterback in. Yeah, I mean they could get. It doesn't have to be a used, washed up quarterback. Uh, 
you know, maybe they get Teddy. But I don't think Teddy fits, Teddy Bridgewater fits there, but uh, maybe they get a rookie and they sign another veteran that's, that somebody else let go that's still capable. Uh, maybe if it's Patrick, if the Dolphins don't re-sign him. I mean, there's plenty of quarterbacks out there for the Chargers to grab that can do a serviceable job. And you could have a bad quarterback and still be, have a great wide receiver. I mean, look at DeAndre Hopkins made a living off that. He's had Schaub and uh, Osweiler. And I mean, you know, if you're that talented of a wide receiver, you're the number one wide receiver. You're still going to get volume, still going to get targets. And, you know, you're still going to have a good year. And I think Keenan Allen in the second round is pretty safe, even with Rivers gone. Well, he's, he's no I don't have safe. him in my second round. Right, yeah, I don't agree with you, Chris. I, I wouldn't have him here. All right. He's no yeah. longer safe. No longer safe to you. All right, that's fair. Uh, now, with that, now without Rivers. Say what you want about Rivers. Rivers is a pretty damn good quarterback. Mm-hmm. And they might go with Tyrod Taylor. I'm okay you know, with that, too. <laughs> uh, I don't think Tyrod's as bad as people think. It's not as bad, but you're taking, you're taking a hit there. Probably taking a little hit, yeah. Taking a big hit. Listen, say what you want about Rivers. We're, we're, we're debating that he's a Hall of Fame quarterback yesterday. Yeah. Now we're going to, Tyrod Taylor's not that. Oh, no, he's not that. But Rivers so you're, you're also is based hit. on longevity. Uh, you're taking a hit. I can't take Keenan Allen here. Not a 16th overall. 13, 14. Yeah, 16. I can't, I can't do that. I like Keenan Allen. Mm-hmm. I think Rivers needs to go, but I'd feel better if Rivers was there with him. But I'm not taking him here. Okay. There's definitely other wide receivers still on the board. I would take over him easily at this point. Maybe Galladay. That well, would be the see. one. We'll keep going and find out. All right. So we are on uh, George again. George Kurtz. It's 17. Sure? 17. You sure this time? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, because you <laughs> took D Hop. Uh, All right. Uh, <laughs> apparently, apparently, I did take D Hopkins last time, uh, which means I would tend to lean towards a running back here because if I don't take a running back here, pretty much means I'm going. Uh, I'd, I'd probably go zero running back. If I didn't get a running back, my first two picks, uh, I would feel very. Uh, very shaky about here, but really no running back slipped. Mm-hmm. And I'm dying to get here. I mean, Fournette, oh, Carson coming off the injury. Carson's the guy I want. You know, come, but he's coming off the injury. Oh, man. I, I don't like Fournette at all. Yeah. Or do I go with the wide receiver who I do think slipped and go wide receiver crazy? It was like, what I think I'll do here, I think I'll hope that one of these running backs comes back to me in round three. Uh, I'm going to go Tyreek Hill. I may not like the guy personally. Oh, I totally forgot about him. <laughs> that was a big mistake. Yep. <laughs> Good thing this isn't a real draft. Go ahead. Tyreek Tyree Hill it is. I would have went with Tyreek Hill. I totally forgot about Tyreek Hill. How could I forget? Um, all right, that's a great pick, yeah. I mean, he should probably go right after Mixon or before Mixon. Uh, definitely like Tyreek Hill a lot. That's a great pick right there. I mean, how could you go wrong? It's uh, Kansas City Chiefs, Pat Mahomes, high-flying offense. He's the number one wide receiver. No doubt about it. All right. Now we are on uh, Jim for two before the break. Yeah, it's tough. A uh, bunch, of, bunch of wide receivers I like here. Yeah. It is tough. Uh, I'll do one, and then we'll come back after the break and do another. First one is going to be Mike Evans. Mike Evans. All right. Big Mike. Like it. All right. Two Tampa Bay wide receivers. You like both Tampa Bay wide receivers. You took both of them. All right. Fancy football friends, we will continue the second round mock after this. Get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, right. welcome back. Fantasy Football Friends. Last segment of the program today on a Tuesday. Shout out to the pit. It's a pretty fire song. Oscar Bryant, Alex Paisano, and the crew. All right, continue the second round mock draft. So far we have round two, pick number 13, Nick Chubb. 14, Derrick Henry. 15, Joe Mixon. 16, I'd like to take it back. Uh, it's not. Ke- <laughs> I hope it's not Keenan Allen. Should be Tyree Kill, but it's Keenan Allen. Tyree Kill, 17, Mike Evans, 18. The wide receiver's starting to come off the board. So now it's Jim Day's second pick. Of the second round, nineteen. Okay, um, this is tough. There's a couple of guys here I like. Um, I think I'm going to go with Cooper Cup here. I like it. Uh, I I do. This offense struggles a little bit at times, but you know he's been fairly consistent and really strong. I think he finishes the fourth number four wide receiver on the season. Um, you yep. know, 1,100 yards. I think he had 10 touchdowns. You know, I think he's just going to continue to get better. I mean, he's only 26, got plenty of time. I think this kid is going to get stronger as he goes. And he's going to be the number one guy there, I think, just in general. Well, I, I, you know, I, I think the way they run their offense, it's really, you, you know, there really is no number one guy. They mix and match, and that, I think that's actually what works for him. It does, but, I mean, like in terms of targets and everything, I feel like Cook, Cook is really uh, Cooks. Brandon Cooks fell off the board a little bit, you know, like this year. Oh, he did. The injury hurt him yeah. a lot this year. It definitely it didn't seem like he got back to it. But Robert Woods still had another good year too. Yes. But I, I you know, look, I, I would take Cooper Cup over both of them, just like I just yeah. did. I, I'm not arguing that point. I'm just saying I don't think they treat it as he's their number one, and I just don't think they look at it that way. Right, right, right. Well, you know, as we know, fast fantasy footballers. Cooper Cup is the number one guy target on that team. I mean, he just is. Uh, he's just better than everybody else. And he's young, and he should get better from here. I mean, he had 94 catches, 1,161 yards, 10 touchdowns, like you said. 
I mean, how much better can you do than that? But we'll see. I mean, I think there is room for improvement still. Uh, all right. I think it's George on the clock now at pick 20. Yeah, Jim pretty much made my decision easier here. Uh, I was pretty much flipping a coin in my head between Cup and this other player. I mean, there are a couple of the guys I thought about here. Uh, you know, if Brady was still going to be in uh, New England, Edelman would have to be in consideration for the PPR value there. Uh, he's having surgery on his shoulder anyway, and I don't know where Brady ends up. I think he ends up in New England, but I'm not 100% positive, so I'm going to pass on that. Adam Thielen, really, you know, the injury last year, he wasn't the same player. And even at the end of his great 18 season, he wasn't the same either. So I, I got to take him out of this tier as well. I have worries about this player as well. I'm not so sure Dallas resigns him. Uh, or gives him a tag for that matter. I think the way he played down the stretch there is really concerning to them. I think they know they have some cap problems as far as signing all the players they want to sign. And there is some thought now, well, you know, you let Cooper go. And you draft a, a wide receiver, which is a strong wide receiver draft as well, with the 17th pick, and you go with Gallup as your number one for how well he played. People forget Gallup had over 1,100 yards yeah. receiving this year as well. But then again, yep. that was as the number two. Let's see what happens when he'd be the number one. Usually there's a problem there. Mm-hmm. I think in the end, Dallas probably does sign Cooper because I don't think Jerry Jones wants to uh, say, oh, what do you know? Giving up that one number one pick may not have been a great move after all here. So I think they will resign him. So I'm going to go with Cooper here, but I would have rather uh, I would have rather had Cup. I was really hoping probably Jim, now that I think about it, that Jim would have taken Cooper and I get Cup. But uh, I think he's just the last of this receiver of this group now. So I'm going to take uh, Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper. Yep. A little a little, uh, little risky, but hey. I mean, the talent's there. He's on the Cowboys. Great team. Dak Prescott. It's just, you know, I hate the inconsistency of Cooper. And I feel like he disappears in big games sometimes. So that's the only annoying thing with him. <clears throat> that's why I don't really like him as a true number one wide receiver on a fantasy team anymore. I feel like he's more of a two because you can't trust him like that all games. Uh, he kills. He's a great two. He's a great shaky two, one. Yeah. Shaky one, right. Um, but hey, I mean, listen, he's got the talent to be an elite wide receiver. So there you go. Amari Cooper, pick number 20 in the second round. I'm going to go. I think there's another wide receiver here that, that's really good. Uh, and I mentioned him before. No one took him, so I'm going to take him here at 21, and that's uh, Kenny Galladay. Galladay, yeah. Galladay all day. I, I just think, listen, this kid's young. He's been getting better and better. Uh, he doesn't really have anything to worry about. Uh, Stafford, still there. Still got a cannon. Hopefully he stays healthy for, for the whole year. Marvin Jones is just getting older. I, I mean, I think this guy's the number one receiver on the lines, a team that tries to run the ball, but we'll see what happens. I mean, you got on Johnson who missed the whole year, basically. He comes back. Yeah, they can try all they want, but you still got to throw to your number one receiver who's a freak. Uh, another super talented guy. So Galladay ended up as wide receiver number nine this year. 65 catches, 1,190 yards, and 11 touchdowns. I want to get those receptions up, but I trust him. Uh, Kenny Galladay, pick number 21. All right. I get another one here, don't I? All right. So let's, I mean, here I think I have to go with this guy. I don't want to, but I will. And it is uh, Leonard Fournette. <clears throat> I mean, I just can't leave him on the board too much longer at this point. We're talking end of the second round. This guy got drafted in the second round before this season, pretty much, end of the second, early third, and he's in the same spot kind of right now, even though he ended up as RB7 in a PPR. Those 76 catches really made me, you know, perk up a little more. I still don't like the guy, but I'll take him here at 22. And now, All right. last pick. I think this is, this is me. Did I take Barkley? 
Yeah, I didn't get CMC, so I guess it's me. Um, this is where it comes down to me. I think this draft went pretty much the way I would expect a lot of drafts to go, so no one really slipped. Uh, and I don't think there's any. I don't think there's a great wide receiver left here. I took Barkley in the first round. I'd be looking for a receiver here, but I don't see one that stands out. Not a big digs Can guy. I mention a name. Go ahead, of course. Odell. What do you think of that? Yeah, yeah. Sketchy. Uh, I think Real he goes sketchy. to the fourth round next year. Yeah, that's a big. Well, yeah. oh, here's my thinking. I like you calling Odell. I do like it, but uh, I go in three picks. I would hope because I'm not going to take a receiver here. I'm hoping. Someone like Odell still falls in three picks that uh, I guess Jim would go twice. It's always Jim I got to worry about. That I get, when Jim would go twice that he wouldn't take Odell. I'd be worried he might because he took Christian McCaffrey. I would certainly assume he's taking a wide receiver one of his next two picks. But I would hope it's not going to be Beckham. I'm going to take Travis Kelsey. I get the best tight end. Nice. I get uh, a big advantage over just about any other tight end outside of Kittle and Ertz. So I'm taking Kelsey here because I already have a top running back in Barkley. There's no wide receiver I'm dying for here. I'm hoping to get Beckham with the next pick. If Jim doesn't snipe him from me. So that's the, what my thinking would be here. I'm going to take Travis Kelsey at the end of round two. There you go. That's, I mean, listen, that's fair, man. I mean, listen, he's been consistent. He's the best receiver in the game. He's better than most wide receivers. So I uh, can't fault you there. I mean, Travis Kelsey, you just now got to work around. The issue with the tight end quarterback taking them early is that now you got to figure out how you're going to fill out your wide receiver and running back spots uh, after this. Because now, you know, <clears throat> there's going to be a spot open. Because usually everybody fills up their, their, their running backs and wide receivers very early on, have that filled out, and they'll try to go tight end and whatever later. But this, this makes it just a little bit more difficult of a draft. But you have the best tight end, so that's the trade-off. Uh, it is on Jim for the last pick of the second round. Oh, I thought that was the last pick. Okay. Well, there's 24 now, picks. You got McCaffrey, okay, uh, you go. Okay. Uh, yeah, who do you have on this? You have, you have McCaffrey on this team. Uh, man. Um, okay, then I'm going to do a little outside the think the box thinking here and go off the, the reservation a little bit. I'm going to go with Miles Sanders. Okay. I like what he did at the end of the season. Hopefully, Peterson decides to let him do more of it next year and not try to spread it out to seven different running backs <laughs> um, You know, all season long. But I like what Sanders did. I think he showed a lot towards the end of the season. And we know he's got the you know that extra gear when he needs it. Yep. So I think he'll have some big plays as well. I, I think I, you know, it's not something I would do in every draft, but right here I think he makes sense. I like it. It's aggressive play. Makes sense. Listen, you want a, a running back with high upside? Miles Sanders is your guy. He, he was fifteenth overall running backs in PPR this year, uh, and he had fifty receptions, five hundred and nine receiving yards. I mean, his all-purpose yards. Were you know fourteen hundred around there, thirteen hundred, uh, and you know I mean listen, who's there to block him? Howard, no. Who's there? Howard to probably won't even be on the team. Next yeah, year. I doubt They're it. Right? There. They only signed him for the one year, so maybe. What you're playing? What you're playing against is you're hoping Peterson goes against history. His history right. is he likes to use more than one back. I lo- I love yeah, exactly. He's the best player by far, and I think they should give him more run. But I don't know if I'm going to trust Peterson to do that. But maybe he feels different because he's never had a back like Sanders. It, it's the gamble. You, it either pays off great or you get a, a good player. Not, not quite the volume you wanted. Yeah, but that's the very worst. You're getting a guy who's going to get probably the most t- lead the team in touches. But, yeah, he's going to share some touches with other guys, like you said. That's what I worry about with the Eagles. Is Are they going to have a true lead back with Miles Sanders now? Maybe not this year. 
but maybe in the future, like maybe the year after, after they see a full, closer to a full workload for the guy, you know, maybe they'll, they'll consider him being the lead back. It depends on how good and how many touches he could really take. Can he take the pounding of, like Kamara never gets a full workload in terms of touches on the ground, but he's a top pick. He's an elite running back because of the receiving game. And I think Sanders could be that type of guy. I think Sanders could be that Kamara type of guy. So uh, definitely could work out and be an RB1. Let's, uh, let's just continue. I mean, we might as well. Uh, I'm feeling the role. So t- pick number 25 goes to Jim again. Round three. Um, okay, then I'm going to go with Devontae Parker. Devontae Parker. I like what, what I saw from him this year. I thought he did he was take fantastic. a step yeah. forward. Yep. He the was thing very is consistent. Cor- yeah. Didn't matter who was that quarterback. He was still putting up good numbers. Mm-hmm. It's going to be interesting. Sure. It was mostly with Fitzpatrick, time, right? We don't know who will be. No, he was good even before Fitzpatrick. He was playing well. Okay. Um, so it's just a matter of getting him the ball. And they, I guess they decided they were going to get him the ball. They didn't really have a ton of other options, especially when Preston Williams yep. went down. Um, so, you know, I just, let's see if it takes it to the next round. This kid was a first rounder for a reason coming out of college. Yep. Let's see if he finally learned what to do now that he's away from Gates. There you go right there, Devontae Parker. I mean, he's had his breakout year and he was consistent, man. That was the, the best thing about it. He was consistently putting up. 15, 20 fantasy points, like two minutes all day. All right, so I'm up next. We'll finish. We'll we'll finish the start of this round at least. I'll uh, I'll take. Um, I think I'm up next, but that's okay. <laughs> oh yes, yes, you are. Yes, you are. Yes, that you are. is George. Yes, it's George. <laughs> Stop trying to steal my picture, bastard! All right, because <laughs> I have someone in mind. That's the problem. <laughs> Go ahead. All right. Uh, first of all, I would be thrilled that the person took Christian McCaffrey, took Sanders, and Parker. Because they, either they're going to bomb or they're going to kill the league. Yeah. You know, if, if Sanders and Parker hit, we're all done with Christian McCaffrey. But if they bomb, then Christian McCaffrey loses his advantage. So I'd be very happy with that. I mentioned, listen, I, got, I have a Barkley and Kelsey so far, so I'm almost certainly taking a wide receiver. Uh, I mean, there are some guys I'm, I'm going to take Beckham. That's who I'm going to take. I would certainly consider DJ Moore, depending on what's going on there, quarterback with Carolina. I'll mm-hmm. need to see that first. Allen Robinson, maybe more of the safe pick. He had a pretty damn good year for a bad quarterback in Trubisky. And yeah. if things get better there, I may have to look at him. I mean, look at the numbers he had. He had 98 catches. Yeah, he deserves a good draft. All right, if, if I don't like a draft time, whenever July, no, because his draft really was, not, Jim, not one of Jim's draft masters next week. <laughs> uh, if I liked what I heard uh, out of Chicago, I could easily change this to Allen Robinson, which I think is probably the better pick here. But I think I'd be rolling with dice, and I'm going to go back to Odell here. Figure that Cleveland, maybe with Stefanski there, things are going to work out better. I'll take Odell. Odell Beckham Jr. You mean you don't want to draft risky. next Monday, George? <laughs> I actually, you know, I, now that we're doing draft, yes, now I do. Now you do. I'm in the mood to draft now. I'm going to complete this damn thing. See what my team looks like. I actually do want to draft. Seriously. Uh, well, it's the end of the show. So we can continue this tomorrow, but um, I will make my pick real quick. I will. I'm going to go with Lamar Jackson right here. Um, F it. You know what I'm saying? F it. It's the third round. Some people are saying you should go maybe even earlier. I'll take my chances. Lamar Jackson at pick 27. Fancy Football Frenzy over for today. We'll see you all tomorrow on a Wednesday, January 29th. Not Jimmy G. I'll take him later. Gucci. See you guys tomorrow. Get on the grid. DailyRoto.com. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm going to miss you. Here's what you missed on Fantasy Football Frenzy. I didn't want it to end. I've been to some bad Super Bowl parties. Yeah. And uh, for a while there, I mean, there was a time for about 15 years I wouldn't go out for it. I just wouldn't go. Because <laughs> it was always, I mean, I was at one where we played poker beforehand. That was good. Yeah. But then during the game, and this happened probably in the 90s or so. Uh, so I think when DVRs first came out, and you could, uh, whatever, maybe it's late. Whatever, it doesn't matter what. Uh, but <laughs> every commercial, it was like about 20 people there, couples. Every commercial, and I wasn't there with them. I was just there with a friend of mine, not a, uh, not a date. Every commercial, if one of the uh, women had to go to the bathroom, they'd pause it. Every one. We, at one time, we were about 30 minutes behind the game. Yeah. Because it had to be, because everybody had to watch the commercials. That's all the women wanted to watch. They didn't care about the game. My friend and I, who I was there with, we left at halftime because it was a joke. All right. And I was recording the game at home. So he goes to me, you know, you want to get out of here? I'm like, oh, yeah, hell, hell yes. Yeah. I wasn't enjoying the game. It was ridiculous. Because nobody you else know? cared about it. Because they didn't care. They wanted to watch the commercial. This is not. They wanted to watch the commercial. I couldn't. Couldn't wait to get out of there. And I, after that, I wouldn't go anywhere for about 10, 15 years. The last four or five years, my wife wants to go to a friend's house, but they watch the game. I don't have any problem with it. Right. And I set up. I'll watch the game. But that I, I remember that vividly. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. I'm watching another Doritos commercial. <laughs> I, I had a party like that one year where it just like everybody was doing everything except watching the game, and they were so loud and noisy that it was hard for me to watch the game. Mm-hmm. And that's just not possible on Super Bowl Sunday, folks. Yeah. Um, so actually, the next year. I actually put together my own Super Bowl game um, of uh, a deck of cards that everybody threw a dollar in the hat, picked out a card, whatever happened on one of the cards, they either collected money or paid money. Everybody put the cards back in and you did it throughout the whole game. And everybody watched every play of the game because everything was happening so fast. I mean, you have cards from, you know, throwing touchdowns to uh, 15-yard penalties, everything in between. And you either got a certain amount of dollars out of the pot or you had to put a dollar or two back into the pot. And every time you drew a card, everybody had to throw another dollar in. It worked out really well. We had a great time, and we've been doing it ever since. 
Yeah, that's a, that's a pretty interesting way to get people to focus on the game. But I, I feel what you're saying, George, 15-year hiatus because people distracted. I mean, were they, like, it's talking? They weren't watching. The, no, it's not that they were talking. They, if Jane had to go to the bathroom, we had to pause. Yeah. Pause? Because you want, no, pause. Yeah, no. Because they wanted to see the commercials. No. They wanted to see the commercials. I would never allow it. Can't allow yeah, it. We were literally, I think one time, we were 28 minutes behind. That's when I left. It was at halftime. Like, we, we can go. We can catch up uh, at my place and you know, order a pizza or whatever. Da, 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 da. We left. We, we made up some excuse. We played on my roommate. my roommate. My roommate locked himself out that day. What a shame we had to go. I had to help him out. <laughs> Uh, so it was just—it was just a joke. I mean, really, a joke when uh, that that was happening there. Uh, I've done what Jim does done as well. I've gone to someone else's house and done uh, uh, twenty questions. Same thing, same theory as Jim. You may have a form of twenty questions. You know how many touchdowns will there be? When was the longest field goal? Whatever you want to make up, and you give it to everybody. They put five dollars in a pot, and there you go. Yeah. Whoever gets the most questions right wins, and that does keep people more interested. I've done that a few times as well. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.